been exactly 12 months since I took that leap of entrepreneurship. And it's been exciting. It's been somewhat scary, but it has been also rewarding. I would not trade it for anything. And today I'm going to share with you my 10 lessons that I've learned over the last 12 months as a full-time entrepreneur. Welcome to the Markeith Brayton Podcast. I am Markeith Brayton, former corporate nine-to-fiver turned lifestyle entrepreneur and personal brand business strategist. Each week, I will bring you inspiring personal development content and transformative interviews of some of today's most sought-after influencers and entrepreneurs who will help you unlock your fullest potential. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let the class begin. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Marquise Brayton Podcast. Of course, you know, I'm always excited to be sharing with you each and every week because I don't take it for granted that you take the time out to listen to these episodes. This week is a special week. This month is a special month. Just 12 months ago, I decided to take the leap into full-time entrepreneurship It's been exhilarating. It's been somewhat scary, but at the same time, it's been very rewarding these last 12 months. And today I wanted to share with you 10 lessons that I've learned over the course of the last 12 months. Now, of course, I've learned way more than 10 lessons, but I wanted to pull these 10 lessons out to share with you because I thought that they were important to be inspiration to those of you who are thinking about launching and stepping out to do your own thing. And for those of you who currently are doing your own thing and you know that you need just a little bit of motivation and inspiration from somebody else's journey. But before we get started, I want to invite you that if you have ever decided or ever wanted to start your very own podcast, that I have created a PDF called the Podcast Playbook. The Podcast Playbook is information that I have collected to help those individuals who are interested in starting their own podcast to give them insight and give them the information they need just to get going. I know sometimes it seems daunting to think about all the technology and the different pieces that need to go into starting your own podcast, but the podcast playbook helps you to know that it's really not that difficult. There are not that many different technological things that you really need to start a podcast. Sometimes you just need that step-by-step guide, and that's what the podcast playbook is. And in order for you to get the podcast playbook, all you have to do is text the keyword personal brand to 55222. That's personal brand to 55222. And that's all one word, personal brand to 55222. All right, so let's get started. 10 things I learned my first year in business. As I stated, it has been an exciting journey and it has been a very challenging uh, 12 months. You know, many people will tell you that the first year in business sometimes really is all about survival. 
And I can say that, you know, it was a little bit better than surviving, but there were some months that I just was wondering, wow, am I going to make it? But as you know, I actually made it the first year and I'm embarking now upon my second year. Last year, June the 1st of 2018, I made a decision that I was going to step out on faith, bet on myself, and believe in the possibility of working for myself completely full time. And over the course of these last 12 months, I really have learned a great deal about myself, a great deal about my skill sets, a great deal about people, a great deal about relationships and the importance of those relationships, and just learned a great deal about my personal mindset as well. And so these 10 things, not in any particular order, are things that I just felt like I needed to share with you so that those of you who are considering taking the leap, stepping out there to start your own thing, to really push forward towards your dreams and aspirations, that you hear from somebody who recently took the leap and who is continuing to press himself forward towards fulfilling those goals and dreams. I must tell you that it's not an easy thing. It seems sometimes to be a simple easy transition just the way sometimes people explain it, but it really is not easy. But if it were, most people would actually start their own business, right? So today I just wanted to share these 10 things in no particular order, just so that you can hear from my own mouth, from my own heart, how I have really began to grow and really began to become a new person because of the lessons learned over the course of these last 12 months. Lesson number one, self-awareness is a must. To be self-aware, I believe, is the foundation of what you need in order to really successfully have a good business. I have a coach by the name of Darnielle Jervie Harmon, and she always says that it's impossible really to have a successful business with a busted life. And that self-awareness helps us to identify those areas of where we may need to recognize that there are potential or there is potential for growth, for maturity. I'm not saying that you focus on those things that are weaknesses, but that you identify and confront the things that could potentially hold you back. Everything really starts with self-awareness, understanding and knowing who am I? What makes me tick? What makes me frustrated? What are those skills and talents that I have that are innate? What are my mindset challenges. Being self-aware really helps to inform how you will conduct business. Being self-aware helps you to connect with the right individuals who can potentially help you in those areas where you know you need growth. Being self-aware helps you to be humble along the journey. Self-awareness, I believe, is the foundation that you need to start from before taking the leap. 
And as I was going along this 12 month journey, I realized that because of some of the work that I did introspectively through personal development, through workshops and through seminars that me understanding and knowing who I was and what I was about and what gifts and innate skills that I had really helped me to have a decently successful first year in business. So self-awareness is a must. Lesson number two, knowing your why is absolutely necessary. I know many of you have heard me talk about understanding and knowing your why pretty much all year long via my Facebook lives or different workshops. And knowing your why is so very important. Even I'm recently reading a book where the very first chapter talked about really understanding and knowing your why. And it's important to know your why because really passion isn't enough. You know, you hear people all the time talk about you want to start businesses or you want to do something that you're passionate about. Well, I agree that you definitely want to have passion around what it is that you're doing or the type of business that you have, but it really isn't enough. You really got to have a strong enough why. Why do you want to start the business? Why do you want to have more income? Why do you want to have more time freedom? Why do you want to make an impact on the world, knowing that why is significant, because I remember a quote by Les Brown. He says that when you have a strong enough why, you can endure anyhow. Because a lot of times we are faced with situations, or even over the last 12 months for myself, I was faced with situations that I really didn't know how it was going to happen, how I was going to accomplish it, how I was going to complete it. But because of my why, because of me knowing why I was starting the business, because of me understanding the background from which I came and why it was important for me to leave a legacy of entrepreneurship and to be an example before my siblings, before my new niece, before those who are watching me, because it gives them inspiration to believe that it's possible for them. Understanding your why. And sometimes you have to take some time out and really dig deep in understanding why it's important for you to do whatever it is that you're wanting to do. And one of the great lessons that I learned was that, Markeith, you really have to know your why. You really have to hold on to that why because that why is going to be the gasoline. It's going to be the impetus. It's going to be the energy that you need to get over the challenges and the roadblocks and the the months where the income isn't really working. Knowing your why will help you not to throw in the towel, help you not wave that white flag. It will help you to keep going, help you to keep pressing, help you to continue to be and become the person that you need to become to make your dreams a reality. Lesson number two, a great lesson to learn as I continue along this journey is know your why, because it's absolutely necessary. Lesson number three, time is not money. Time is more valuable than money. 
You know, that's an old cliche that I used to hear as a child. Time is money. Time is money. But as I stepped into entrepreneurship and stepped out of being an employee, I realized that time really is more valuable than money. And money doesn't always necessarily equal the amount of time that you spend on a task, especially when you are in an industry similar to what I'm doing in the area of being a coach, consultant, being an individual who's building an online-based business. Because sometimes the amount of time that I spend on a thing doesn't necessarily equate to the amount of money or the value that I charge for the time. And that's a whole nother lesson that you'll get a little bit later. And so knowing that time is not necessarily money helped me to better understand the value of time. Because here's what I know for sure is that you'll never get the time that you spend back. And so I value my time more than I do money because once time is gone, it's gone. You can never go back and get it. You can never recreate it. You have spent it once it's gone. That's why we have that motto, seize the moment, because you never know whether or not the moment will come again. You never know whether whether or not you will wake up even the next morning. So time is so much more valuable than money. And just a little bit later, I want to share with you how just because you spend a lot of time on something doesn't mean that you're going to get the money that you feel like you deserve. And sometimes that I've been able to experience just because I spend a little amount of time doesn't mean that I can't charge or create enough value to get the type of money that I really want. And so lesson number three is a great lesson to have learned. Time is not money. Time is actually more valuable than money. Don't get caught up in trading time for money. Lesson number four, fail quickly and get back up quicker. (laughs) Fail quickly and get back up quicker. And I know that that may not be proper language, but what I'm trying to say is that we can't be afraid to fail. And what I've learned, the quicker you fail, the quicker you learn. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to take the risk. I've heard it over and over and over and over again that many of the successful They fail quick, but yet they get back up, try again a new or a better way to get the result that they want. They're not afraid to take action quickly, even if it means that they have to fail. Failure is just simply a part of the process. We cannot avoid failing. We cannot avoid failing. You have to learn some kind of way. And quite honestly, I've learned so much more from the mistakes and the failures that I've made than I ever have making the right decisions. I am a better person because of my failures. I'm a smarter person because of my failures. I'm more skilled because of my failures. And I had to get a better understanding of what failure really was. 
Failure simply is only feedback. Somebody type that in the comments if you're watching this live. Failure simply is only feedback. Feedback that will help me to start again a better way. Feedback that will help me to learn new processes and new systems. Feedback that teaches me more of who I really am. Remember when I said you have to be self-aware? Well, failure will help you with that process of self-awareness. Fail quickly. Get back up quicker. Lesson number five, what I know is more valuable than what I do. What a great lesson to learn. You know, it took me some time to really understand the concept that what I know is more valuable than what I do. I've shared this many times over and over again because it is such a profound statement that I learned from a colleague and coach by the name of Allison Bird, she said that people will always pay you more for what you know than for what you do. Your knowledge really is powerful. It can create opportunities. It can create spaces for you to be able to be paid based on the value that you bring to other individuals. I'll never forget a story. There was a story that I heard some time ago about a gentleman who was having a problem with his back deck. And every time that he would go back and step on his back deck, there was a particular plank that would make a squeaking noise. He would step on that plank and it would go squeaking, squeaking. And every time he would go out there, he would be so frustrated because he could never figure out which plank when he stepped on, it would go squeak it, squeak it. <laughs> and so he decided to call a handyman to help him to identify what that noise was and how he could address the issue. And so the handyman came to his home and the gentleman proceeded to let him know where the noise was happening. The handyman went to his back deck and sure enough, when he stepped on the board, it did the squeaky, squeaky. And so the gentleman who was the handyman walked back out of the house to his truck. He got a hammer and he got a nail. He walked back into the house to the back deck stepped on the board, which was making the squeaking noise, kneeled down, took the nail, took the hammer and nailed the board down that was making the noise. And he said, that will be a hundred dollars. And the gentleman was shocked. He was absolutely shocked. He said, a hundred dollars. You were only here for five minutes. Remember what I said about your time? And the handyman said to him, Sir, it's not about the time that I spent. It's about me having the knowledge of knowing where to place the hammer and the nail. People will always pay you more for what you know than for what you do. Yes, he came to do a job to handle the squeaking noise on the deck, but he wasn't paid for that. He was paid for knowing where to nail the board down with the hammer that he had. So know this, gain greater knowledge, have the right skill, and people will pay you more for what you know than for what you do. Lesson number six, be willing to invest in yourself. 
Let me say it again. Be willing to invest in yourself. Many of us have gone into great amounts of debt to get an education, to get a degree. I can say that I went into thousands upon thousands of debt, especially in graduate school, to get a master's degree and only to ultimately be laid off in 2014 and deciding to bet on myself and go at this as a entrepreneur. And so when I decided to want to start my own business, I'm glad I got great advice about hiring a coach because a coach helps to speed up the process. One of my mottos is, is that if you really want to do something, if you have great desire, have great passion and have a good why about doing something, then you find the person who's doing what you want to do on the level that you want to do it on and pay them to teach you how to do it. Be willing to take your hard earned money and invest in yourself to hire a coach who can show you the ropes. Now, there are some mistakes, there are some failures you don't have to take because somebody else already took them for you, especially when it comes to business. There are many individuals who have already learned the proper way or have already made some of the mistakes that you don't have to make because they made them for you first. And now they want to teach others. That's exactly what I do today, teaching others better ways of building their personal brand online, better ways of creating more valuable perception in the marketplace. Why? Because there were different things that I've already tried, already done, that didn't necessarily work, that I believe I could help you not make those same mistakes. So be willing to invest in yourself. Be willing to be a lifelong learner. Be a person who never gets tired of learning, but always is seeking new knowledge that you can implement, not knowledge that you just keep in your head, but knowledge that you can implement that will help take you to your next level, that will help get you to your end result as quick as possible. Lesson number six, be willing to invest in yourself. Lesson number seven, work your lane and stay focused on it. It's worth saying again, work your lane and stay focused on it. You know, in this social media age, we have a tendency to pay attention to what everybody else is doing. And then sometimes we can look at what they're doing or looking what they're accomplishing. And many people get actually depressed. But if you work your lane, and stay focused on your lane, you don't have time to be worried about what everybody else is doing. If anything, if you see them accomplishing something, celebrate them, send them a message and say congratulations. Because I believe that when you can support and congratulate somebody else, then ultimately it opens the door up for you to be able to accomplish the things that you want to do. And there'll be people there to celebrate and congratulate you. But let me tell you this, simple story. As a former track athlete who ran track both in high school and the first two years of college, one of the things that we definitely had to know as a sprinter, 
is that we must be focused on our race. We had to be focused on our lane because the fact of the matter is, is that when you pay attention to the other runner, you start to lose track. You start to lose effort. You start to lose maybe even whatever lead you possibly would have. And what's interesting is, is that too many of us are looking over our shoulder, paying attention to somebody else running their race, and all it's doing is slowing you down. Focus on your lane. Work what you have. I like what Bishop Jake says. He says it will work if you work it. Work what you have. Work what you have. Run your race. Don't be so focused on what somebody else is doing because I tell you what, even in this social media age, there are a lot of people revealing a lot of things that they're doing, but we don't know whether or not it's really true, right? So focus on your race. Work your lane. Prosper where you are. And ultimately, you'll get to the finish line. Just keep running. Just keep pressing. Lesson number eight. Relationships matter. Relationships are very important as you embark upon this journey. Now, coming from somebody like me who really is an ambivert. I used to say I was an introvert until I learned about being an ambivert. And what an ambivert is, is that person who has the natural talents and skills of an extrovert, meaning I speak, I teach, And I enjoy doing things as far as workshops and facilitating opportunities, emceeing events that may be perceived as an extroverted gift or talent. However, I am somewhat of an introvert because I enjoy my time alone. I don't necessarily enjoy a whole lot of time around a whole lot of people. And it even speaks to my current life today as well, I don't necessarily have a whole lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances. A lot of people know who I am, but I really have very few friends, very few friends. And so relationships matter, especially for somebody like me who doesn't necessarily have a whole bunch of friends or individuals who I allow into my space. And it's on purpose. It's intentional because I want to make sure that I have people who can ride on the bus with me when I'm low and ride on the bus with me when I'm high. And one of the things that we have to pay attention to is that we've got to pour into and really pay attention to our relationships. And that doesn't mean that you've got to have a whole bunch of friends. Sometimes that might just mean one good friend who can walk along with you along the journey, who can support you in the things that you desire to do, who's really invested and interested in your success. No person is an island unto himself or herself. There's a quote that says that if you want to go quick, go by yourself. But if you want to truly be successful and accomplish great things, go with others. Relationships definitely matter along this journey. I don't know where I would be without my best friend who's helped me along the way, who's encouraged me along the way, who's connected me along the way, who's introduced me 
along the way to other individuals who's just been there to talk to, to encourage me and say, hey, you got this. You can do this. You're great at this. You are a celebrity at this. You got to have somebody in your corner. And being a single person, it's good to have good friends who are in your corner, who encourage you, who's even actually been where you are. And they are, too, moving in the direction of their own personal success as business owners. So it's great to necessarily make sure that you know that relationships matter and that you invest time and effort and energy into building those relationships because you can't do it alone. Lesson number nine, create a daily success routine. This is so important and very different for me because there used to be a time where I would just kind of wake up and however I wanted to do my morning, I did it, right? I didn't necessarily have a routine, didn't necessarily have something that I did on a regular basis. But recently, I just started to really have a routine for myself that really starts around about 6.30 or 7 o'clock. And usually what I do, the first thing I do, of course, is I have my prayer time. I have my meditation time. And then I do devotion uh, for about 30 minutes. And then I read about two chapters of a book or two different books that I'm currently reading. I also try to make sure that I drink water first thing in the morning, and then I make sure that I go to the gym. And so between the hours of about 6.30 to about 10 o'clock, it's all self-care as far as I'm concerned. I typically will start my day around about 10.30 or 11. But those first Four hours are self-care hours, working out, reading, devotion, meditation, affirmations, making sure that I get some nutrition in my body, because it's important to me to be able to have the energy I need for the rest of the day, because sometimes I go late into the hours at night, and I want to make sure that I have taken care of the important things. Because the fact of the matter is, is that if you don't have good health, if you don't have a good mind, if you don't have good nutrition, if you haven't really hydrated yourself, it's very difficult to last throughout the day. What does the flight attendant tell you to do when you're on the plane before they take off? They say in case of an emergency, take care of yourself first, place your oxygen mask on first and then try to help somebody else. It's very difficult to help other people when you're depleted. You should be giving out of your overflow. You should be giving out of your abundance. Never give out of your reserve. So make sure that you have a successful daily routine that helps you to maximize every day, right? That helps you to seize every moment. That helps you to give your best the day that you have, because tomorrow's not actually promised. One of my great friends on his voicemail, Sean Thompson, he says, just remember this, that the rest of your life is and potentially is the best of your life. Well, I like that saying, but my right now 
is the best of life I have. And if I don't maximize it, then woe is me. Lesson number 10. Have fun. Laugh at yourself. Be goofy. Do things that really bring you happiness and joy. Quite honestly, I had to really work in this area because sometimes I can be more serious than I can be fun. But yet I really enjoy having fun. I really enjoy traveling. I really enjoy doing new and adventurous things. I really enjoy being silly. I really enjoy dancing and singing and all of those types of things. And sometimes life just kind of gets in the way and causes you to be a little bit more serious than you need to be. But I had to learn how to not take myself so serious. I had to learn how to really get out there, have fun, do great things, do fun things, travel, Stop worrying about not necessarily having the money all the time. When you focus your attention on that, then guess what? You're always going to feel like that. But when I started to just change my perspective, when I started to really look at life for what life was and find the best out of everything, that's really my personality. I try to find the best out of everything, the best out of every person. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Nobody's perfect, right? Nobody does everything the right way. And so don't take yourself so seriously all the time. Have fun. Do some exciting things. Do some things that you normally wouldn't do. Of course, that is legal, right? But just simply have fun. It's a great lesson for me to have learned. That's why I made it number 10. Because I have fun doing this podcast. I have fun sharing, you know, information like this. I have fun just creating content that I believe will be helpful, but also that allows me to share my my personality, that allows me to make, give a smile to somebody who needs one. Just simply have fun. Lesson number 10, have fun. Well, there you have it. Those were the 10 things I learned my first year in business. Now, there were things that I really already kind of knew, but hey, you are always rehearsing certain lessons over and over again. There's nothing wrong with having a refresher. And many of these were refreshers, but sometimes you just have to be reminded. So I hope that these 10 lessons that I learned will be impactful or influential in your own life or in your own journey, because these are the things that I believe that we should consider as we are stepping out on faith and doing some of the things that we really want to do with our lives and starting, you know, a business for yourself, whether that be on the side or you stepping into full-time entrepreneurship. Once again, I invite you to leave me a rating and review in iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, whichever platform that you listen to your podcast. I always like to read those reviews and I always want to get a good rating. But even if I don't get a good rating, I love for you to share your review so that I can know where I want to do better. Coming up pretty soon, I'm going to be starting a new podcast in the next month or two. 
And I am excited about this grand opportunity to start a new podcast that's going to be more business specific, that's going to be more in alignment with me teaching on personal branding, teaching on leadership, self-leadership, and teaching some of the personal development principles that I think are important in business. It's very important for me to be more intentional about the things that I'm doing. I really love doing the Marquise Brayton podcast, and I will possibly continue to do it, but maybe not as often once the new podcast starts. But I am thankful for your listenership. I'm thankful for you to continue to support the podcast. And I look forward to starting the brand new podcast in a couple of months, which I will talk a little bit more about it later on other episodes. But I just want to inform you that part of the reason why I'm doing this four episode series of just things that I've learned along the journey of the last 12 months is to lead up to the brand new podcast that I'm going to be starting in the next couple of months. So I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that you accomplish everything that you set out to do because it's important for you to accomplish it and move forward in your life and in your business. So just remember this, always shoot for the top. Because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.